Hello, hello, hello. This is Siri back again with He Said Pour It Out podcast. So tonight we have a panel, a special guest, and a special co-host, Sydney Jeffries. Good evening, everyone. Um, tonight, like Sister Siri said, we do have a special panel of the young adults of Ypsilanti Community Church. Um, we have been reading God's Creative Power, Will Work For You by Charles Cap. So at this time, I'm going to give all the young adults a chance to introduce themselves, starting with Brother Kasim. Hey, my name is Kasim Henderson. I'm 22. And Kyla. Hi, I'm Kyla, and I'm 20 years old. Next, we have Promise. Hi, my name is Promise Terman. I'm 17. And last but not least, we have Iman. What's up? This is Iman. I'm 21. So tonight, um, we're going to just be asking these young adults a few questions uh, just to see how they have interpreted the book or what they have pulled from the book or what scriptures have spoken to them. So I will go ahead and lead with the first question. So question number one is, how would you encourage someone who is praying for their problem versus praying for the solution. Go ahead, Kyla. So I would encourage them to, first, I would probably send them scriptures to be able to look at, to like regarding their situation. And I would encourage them to just read in their Bible more to learn who God is and like his power so that they can begin to use in their prayer life to show that like you shouldn't be giving energy to the situation, but the you should rather you should be given um like putting your faith in God and his word. That's good, Kyla. That's good. Do anyone else have anything that they may something different than what Kyla said that they want to share? Or if you even if you have a scripture that you may want to share for the the listeners. Okay, promise. Kind of like uh, what Kyla was saying, but also um, just going into his word and continuing to pray and just asking the Lord to guide them in this situation and really just giving them strength so that they just continue to, you know, like remember that the Lord is going to pull them through whatever like their situation is and just continue to ask for guidance. Yeah. That was good, Promise. That was good. I like that. Um, so just a recap of what Sister Sydney said. We have the young adults. Um, we gave them a book, God's Creative Power Will Work for You, um, by Charles Cap. So it has is basically teaching us how to use scripture how to use scripture and when to use scripture um, when you are dealing with different things. But if it's a family member, a friend or a loved one um, that you know that is going through, uh, this is scriptures in here that you may have read that 
you could uh, pass along and give to them. Um, so my question is um, um, some words in here that you felt were um, that you could apply to your life or maybe a friend or family um, or a classmate. Because I know, promise you said you're still in school um, that stood out to you. Go ahead, promise. I, I have one that stood out to me. I have to find it really quickly. But I, I know it was, oh, um, well, first of all, in the second chapter, it was just the, the name of it was God's word is medicine. And so basically, like, I really just like how he was saying, um, just talking about how when you apply scripture to your situations and to your life, like, it really can help it. And, like, speaking, um, certain scriptures over you can like result into your healing or deliverance. That's kind of what I got from it. But I'm trying to find a scripture right now that has stuck out to me. Okay. So I'm going to, uh, while you look for that, I'm going to let Kasim, uh answer and then we'll come back to you. Okay. 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 Go ahead, Kasim. Oh yeah. Sorry about that. So first Corinthians, uh, twelve, twenty-seven, and Romans twelve and twenty-one. I'm a body of Christ, and Satan has no power over me, for I <clears throat> overcome evil with good. And he was basically saying, like, you can repeat these things daily to really uh apply your faith and just encourage yourself to know that you have power and authority over things that come against you that the that Satan try to um the seeds that he try to plant in your life and things of that nature that you go overcoming with God. And so that made perfect sense because um he will try, especially especially with you all being young and having such a hunger for God. Um He's definitely going to try, try y'all. So that's good. That's a good scripture to have. Um, and like you said, to read, to read that, take it like a capsule and read it three, at least three times a day to get into your spirit, man. So that's real good, Kasim. Um, Promise, I'm not sure if you were ready yet. If not, I could go to you mine. Uh, no, I'm not ready yet. Okay, no problem. Take your time, Iman. Um, something that stood out to me in the book, it's not really a scripture. It just says that spiritual law can't confine you if you say what you have and not what you want. And then another thing to add to that is like it still applies if you're speaking wrong so you can reap what you sow. So if you're putting bad, mm. like if you're speaking bad, you can still get it because the spiritual law works both ways. You can bring evil into the world or healing. That's good. That's good, Iman, because that show you how powerful words are. So you have to be mindful what you what you're speaking. You have to make sure that you're speaking positivity, because just like it works for um, the good, it also, you know, could work neg negatively. So you have to be mindful of what you're saying when people, you know, always say, "Oh, I'm sick," or "I have this," or "I have that." And then they wonder why they have it because they have spoken into existence. So that's that's real good. Um, promise if you're ready. And then after promise, uh, Sister Sydney or Kasim, excuse me. 
I'm ready. Um, it's on page twenty five. It says, "I will not let the word of God depart from before my eyes, because it because it is life to me, and it is health and healing to all my flesh." And then it says, "This is Proverbs chapter four, verse twenty one through twenty two." And this really just stuck out to me, just because it kind of just explains the importance of the word of God and just like we can use the word of God for so many different things in our lives. And yeah, that was really it. No, that was good. That was real good because that's the whole purpose of, um, of the, the word is to make sure we apply it to our life. And this book, I just like how it breaks it down. Um, for different uh things that you may be going through or different sicknesses or so that was real good apply it if i ain't getting nothing else i got what you said apply it to your life um sister sydney or kasim um just kind of piggybacking off what uh iman spoke about with just being mindful of your words because it is a spiritual law in place that can work both ways and i think this book it really brought out how Jesus prayed it gave us kind of the roadmap to follow with Jesus because he never spoke the problem he did confess like the present circumstances but he always prayed for the desired results so just being able to now that we have these scriptures renewing our mind with how we speak and the power uh, that we have in our tongue, we have to be very, very um, cautious of the words that we use. So I think that was a very good point that he brought out. Mm-hmm. I think so too. So that was good. Uh, can I? I would like to add to that too. Um, another scripture that kind of stuck out. Well, this was a statement in the book. It said, if "Men would believe in me. Long prayers are not necessary." And that just reminded me of um, James five sixteen in the King James Version. Said the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. And that just stood out to me because a lot of times uh, we we pray, um, or I would say I caught myself praying sometimes, just to you know just to be praying, but. I wasn't praying with uh, attentions and um, I felt like I wasn't praying. Yeah, like I would say like with attentions and uh, just in the right state of mind. So I feel like that could just affect your prayer life a lot. Yes. I agree how I want to say this. I agree with what you're saying, Kasim. I understand what you're saying. I agree. Hey, sis. Um, I just wanted to reword that if I could. Mm-hmm, I kind of got off my nose. Alright, so it say, if you would uh, if you will believe in me, long prayers are not necessary. In James 5, 6, 5, 16, King James Version, say the effectual fervent prayer the effectual fervent prayers of a righteous man, <clears throat> of a righteous man, availeth much. And uh, it just reminded me of the previous page when um, Jesus spoke to the one in the sea and even the dead man and cast it out demons. And it just goes to look at uh, 
more so like who Jesus was. He was a righteous man. He didn't have no sins. Um, he prayed a lot. So it just like, it just sh showed me like, um, more so the way you got to carry yourself also, like to be righteous, to lead to um, more of an effective prayer or just being more effective, period. If that kind of, yeah. Sydney, you, did you have your question? That makes sense, uh, Kasim. I'm sorry, I didn't want to over-talk Sid because uh, I thought she was coming in with her question, but it definitely made sense. So in the book, they have different scriptures to apply to different areas in your life. So some is to defeat worry and fear. Some is for wisdom and guidance. What what uh, grouping of scriptures do you feel like is most relevant to your life right now? And um, I think Promise wanted to answer. Uh, Yeah, right here under the part where it says to defeat worry and fear, um, it says... Christ has redeemed me from the curse of the law. Therefore, I forbid any sickness or disease to come upon this body. Every disease germ and every virus that touches this body dies instantly in the name of Jesus. Every organ and every tissue of his body functions in a perfection to which God created it to function. And I forb forbid any malfunction in his body in the name of Jesus. And then the scriptures, it, it groups right under it says Galatians chapter three, verse 13, Romans chapter eight, verse 11. Genesis chapter one, verse 31 and Matthew chapter 16, verse 19. And um, right now, that's just kind of the stuff that I've been praying about a lot. I don't know if all of y'all know, but I have like this thinking. I've had this thing in my chest for a while and it's been uh, really hard to be able to just like, I don't know, kind of really trust that um, I'm worthy of God's healing. And that um, I can really uh, speak into that atmosphere, like basically for this situation to change whatever it is going on in my body. So that's something that um, really caught my attention when I read this. Kyla? Um, I would say mine would be comfort and strength. Um, I've just been learning how to like really take the time to hear God and like spend like intentional time in prayer. Um, one of the verses is Mark 16, 17 through 18. It says, I am a believer and these things do follow me. In the name of Jesus, I cast out demons. I speak with new tongues. Um, I lay hands on the sick and they do recover. And then another one was, it's kind of long, but it said, Jesus, Jesus gave me the authority to use his name and that which I bind on earth is bound in heaven and that which I loose on earth is loosed in heaven. Therefore, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, I bind the principalities, the powers, the rulers of the darkness of this world. I bind and cast out spiritual wickedness in high places and render them harmless and ineffective against me in the name of Jesus. So I've just been trying to learned that I can walk in like righteousness and like really be like close with the Holy Spirit and like, you know, like 
pray effectively and like lay hands on the sick and stuff like that. So promise and Kyla, that was good. I like what you said. Um, that was real good. And promise, you said something that it's hard for you to um, believe that you could be healed. Um, I don't want to misquote you. If that is that what you said? Promise. That I said, but I kind of mean like um, I know I'm like I can be healed and stuff like that. But it's just like the thoughts of worrying mm-hmm. about if I don't get healed. If that kind of makes sense. No, it makes sense. And the thing is, too, I'm glad you are reading this book um, because. The enemy will definitely try and to trick us to make us think that we're not worthy of, you know, uh, regardless of how many times we may have um, went into prayer line or had somebody pray for us or touching and said that we healed. Um, mentally, we're just like, oh, OK, you know, we want to receive it and we receive it for the moment. But then when we're gone, you know, we leave out of the presence of God. It's like, OK, it start we start thinking about it again, you know, it was like we could feel it or we could see it and it make us hard it make it hard to actually hold on to um what was spoken into our life. So I think this is the scripture that you read. I think that is good that you're holding on to that. And that's something that you need to recite throughout the course of the day, you know, before you go to sleep, when you wake up to so you could change um your mindset so that when them thoughts come up you could shoot them thoughts down with the scripture that you've read and know that you are you are worthy of healing and that you are healed regardless of what it may look like you know regardless of you know if you feel it um you are healed and, it, and it's gonna come you know your mindset will start changing you won't have that worry or even when it pop up it's just you're gonna be able to just cast it down um, because you're not the only one that um that go through that you have to kind of like build your faith up um to believe it so i just don't want you to be discouraged because everybody go through that and it's you know some people have more faith than others um you just got to constantly build yourself up build that faith up so i just wanted to say that to you but i know somebody i think it might have been sydney has something to say or kasim you know, um, I just wanted to say just to the young adults, like be encouraged because we do, you know, we understand we all had to start somewhere in our walk. And it's not that you just walk in and instantly everything has changed and, um, you know, all the worries of life go away overnight. This is things that we have to walk out like Jesus walk was not an easy one. We all have a cross to bear. So we have to make sure, you know, like the scriptures in this book that he's given us, like that we are, you know, reciting them and getting them into our spirit because this is the, um, this is how we battle with everything that the enemy throws at us. This, This is our power. This is our fighting words. This is our, you know, our salvation is in these are in these scriptures. So um, I just want everybody to be encouraged because, you know, um, you may be struggling with, you know, fear today, but 
that may not be the case next week. God is going to show up and he's going to show out and his word never fails. So just be encouraged. That's all I wanted to share. I agree. I agree, Sister Sydney. And then I'm going to piggyback off her real quick and then I'm going to go to Kaya. Um, and it's, and this is to the young adults also. Um, it's so much easier to have faith for somebody else than it is for you to have for yourself. You could um, speak into somebody's life. You could pray for somebody. You could see God moving in, in another person's life as opposed to yourself. So it's always going to be harder um, for you to see it in yourself. You just got to keep yourself encouraged. Like Sydney said, um, it's going to come with time. You know, you're doing the right thing. <laughs> you're reading his word. You have scriptures in place and you're getting it into your spirit, man. You're uh, meditating on it. So from there, you're going to start seeing your healing. You're going to start seeing that um, your faith going to rise. And things are going to start moving when you start speaking it. So I just wanted to to share that. And along like Sydney, Sister Sydney said, to just be encouraged. And Kyla, you could go ahead. Um, I was just kind of going to piggyback off of what you guys just said. Like, I feel like this book is has really, like, showed the true, like, power and, like, authority that, the words of God, like every word that comes from the mouth of God has, like it was a part in the book where it said, my word is not void of power. And it was another part where it was like, um, what did it say? Just because I said it once don't mean like that was the only time it had like the most power. Like you can always use these words. And I just, I just feel like this book just really show like that his word lasts forever and like we can really just take solace in the fact that they do and like really have authority and like walk in and because he gave us that like so yeah that's good Kaya that's good um I have a question um so Iman it says that God never does anything without seeing it first and God is a faith God um, God release his faith in words. And then it goes to say, to imitate God, you must talk like him and act like him. So what do that mean to you? <clears throat> to me, that means just not I'm trying to find the best way to put my words. Like to talk like God, to speak highly. Don't don't speak down on nobody. Don't um no negative tone in your voice even when you're talking the tone is everything too mm -hmm. so always just sound positive so how would if you had a situation or you could just pick anything how would you apply it whether it's to give advice to someone else or to yourself or a situation whether it's your daily a situation that happened at work or in school how would you apply that to your life just one um you could give I, Maybe if I was giving somebody else advice, I would just tell them to stop worrying about the problem and focusing on the answer, asking God directly what the answer will be. Okay, that's good. That's good. Um, Kaisim, 
Are you, um, I have the same question for you. If you need me to repeat it, just I, I have no problem doing it. Yeah, could you repeat the question? Sorry about that. Yes. So it states, um, God never does anything without seeing it first. And God is a faith God. Um, God released his faith in words. And then it goes to say to imitate God, you must talk like him and act like him. Um, so my question is, how would you apply that to your life? Whether it's, it's with your daily um, activities during the daily course of the day or people that you may run into or even a family member, how would you apply that? Um, a way I would apply it is uh, by getting to know his traits so I can learn how to talk like him. And um, I see that he he he's confident in the words that he speaks. So whatever I speak uh, or tell him to pray about, whatever the case may be, I would try to relate to them to just be confident in what you speak and, and expect it to come to pass as long as it's positive and speak life, if that makes sense. Like to no, speak it makes life. Sense. It definitely makes sense because that's what he tell us to do. Speak the the situation, speak the answer, not the problem. So it definitely makes sense to speak life. Um, Sister Sydney. Do you have anything? If not, then I will open it up to allow you all to um, to either want to give a testimony or to give some type of relation that you have gotten out of the book. Um, I just want to say one thing. I just I'm just very proud of all of our young adults at Ypsilanti Community Church. I think they're on fire and. I'm just really impressed at their growth. So that's all I just wanted to say is just I'm just extremely proud of each and every one of you. Thank, Thank you. you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. So Kyla, Primus, Kasim, Iman, do you all have anything that you may want to share or any advice that you all want to give to um the young adults that may be listening or the adults, older adults that have young adults doing the range of your, um, your age range, excuse me, that um, you may want to share to help them with their walk or to get some that to uh, get to be engaged in, um, in God or in scripture. Promise. <laughs> Oh, I was going to say, don't try to uh, lean on yourself. Um, It's a a lot of things that in your walk you are going to have to do alone. I mean, you're not really alone because you have the Lord, but it is some things that you're going to go through alone. But uh, don't really try to do everything on your own, like lean on the people around you in your church home. And yeah, just lean on the people around you to help you because they're more than willing and you have to learn how to uh really put your pride to the side to ask for help in situations because the Lord's word says that uh more, when two or more come together, he will be there. And so if you're going through something, you know, it's always better just to have people around you just to help you and intercede for you. 
And that's really what I want to say. Okay. That's good. That's great advice. Promise. Thank you. Kaisin. Um, yeah, I just wanted to share this. Uh, I would say I was, well, I'm still on fire for God, but I, I would say I was in a better position before I went back home and I was expecting to go home, which is Philadelphia. And, you know, just enjoy time with the family and things of that nature. But, um, since I gave my life over to God and I started living for God, I would say, uh, when I went out there, it was totally different. I would say it was 100% spiritual and he revealed a lot of things to me, um, involving my family and disinvolving the city and a lot of things of that nature that kind of, uh, it discouraged me just because even though I know God had the power to move and, um, <clears throat> and heal and save people it, it it was a lot like he showed me a lot so i'm just saying sharing this just to say uh like she said just be be farming god and i feel like i could have handled the situation better i backslid a little bit in certain situations i stopped praying as much um i started listening to secular music again things like that that i know i shouldn't have been doing and I just let what I was seeing and what he revealed to me um, weaken me instead of strengthening me and stay, continue to be motivated. So I just want to encourage anybody when when God is moving you up and he start revealing things to you just to um stay firm and continue doing whatever you was doing before and do your best not to backslide <laughs> because it's kind of hard getting back where you need to be. That's really it. Well, Kasim, I want to keep you encouraged. I want you to stay encouraged because we all fall. We all fall and it's okay. Um, you're 21. You know, I'm not making any excuses for you, but what I am saying, um, you saw where you was falling and you caught yourself. You did not allow yourself this to go by the wayside. You stood firm in what you believed and you're back on track. So God is going to send people when he see that you have a hunger for him. And I think I told you this prior to you um, even going to Philly. When he see that you have a hunger for him, he's not going to let you, he's not going to let you go too far. He's going to send people, um, your way to pour into you, to tug on you, to um, to surround you, to know, so that you know God is sending these people to love on you so that you don't stray away too far. So the things that you beating yourself up about, God forgave you for that already. It's time to stand back, get back in your rightful place, your rightful standing with him and move on. So that's over and done with. God forgave you. He forgot about it. And so you forget about it too. We ain't playing no games with the enemy. He ain't going to hold that against you. Um, so that's that. So Iman, I have a question for you. Um, and my question for you is, um, can you give some advice to the parents that may, um, that have teenagers that, um, 
because by you growing up in a household that kind of had you at church Wednesday, Tuesday, and Sunday, um, and then you going off to college and doing your own thing, um, can you give the parents some advice on maybe how they should handle that situation, knowing that their child is going off to college and allowing them to stand on their own um, and not pressuring them far as religion? Um, I would say really just don't force it too much to where they would not want to go to church or read the Bible or pray to where it becomes an annoyance which was, I feel like you like you did a very good job of, you would say something, but it wouldn't be to where I felt pressured, to where it actually motivated me to go, especially when I would say something like a problem or problems going on. You would just tell me, have you read your Bible or have you been going to church? And praying over the phone with them too. Since you're not there, you're not, they're like, their support okay. system is not there. So praying over the phone with them mm -hmm. would help. Is good. Okay. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. And um, I appreciate you all taking the time out your evening um, to be on a podcast. I appreciate you all taking the time out during the course of the week to read the book, um, to be willing to even be on this panel. Um, I appreciate it. Um, I just think so highly of y'all. Um, I wish at your age that I had a hunger for God. Um, and I just really look up to you all. I know I'm way older than you all, <laughs> but I do, I do. I just look at y'all and all like, man, when the things I was doing at your age, it was not even remotely close to even um, following God. So I just really, really admire you all. And I just thank you all for being here. And if you all have been listening to my prior podcast, then you know I am going to put someone <laughs> on a spot to close us out in prayer. So would somebody like to volunteer? I, I just can want go. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, Okay. Oh, promise. Thank Heavenly you. Heavenly Father, Lord, we just thank you for today and this time to be on the podcast, Lord. We thank you for Sister Siri and just the work that you are doing through her, Lord. Father, I thank you for the chance that you just have given us all to just show what we have learned through this book that you have equipped someone to write, Father. Lord, I ask that... Um, the wisdom that we learn from this book on tonight and the revelations we were able to hear from one another, that you allow it to resonate in our spirits, Lord, and that you just continue to pour Amen. out your strength onto us, Lord, and pour your protection out onto us, Father, as we leave this call on tonight and that you just allow this podcast to just be a blessing to whoever is listening, Father. And we just thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 And amen.